do we both have our our thick wallets? We both have a a, a fat stack. A fat, a fat stack of wallet, huh? What you know about a fat? Oh, and he's fucking is just so disrespectful with the phone. Just so buttery disrespectful with the phone. I used to be terrible. I used to be on that thing. Because I, I hate being on my phone. And then I, for a period of time, remember? I was just texting. And now I'm doing it again. But now I have that a That was a great story. <laughs> now I have a different Welcome reason. back to the podcast. This is officially episode <laughs> wait, 15. Wait, wait. Was that recording? We were recording. <laughs> <laughs> We've been recording for about a minute now. Um, but You're like... You're like the Google Home and an Alexa. I'm an Alexa? Yeah, dude, you're How? just recording constantly. <laughs> I'm not. I started it when we were talking about fat stacks of wallets. <laughs> All right, welcome back. This is officially the start of episode f- number 15. Cheers. Cheers. And cheers, it's, cheers to the... It's to 9.30. It's, Dylan. The new, it's the new year somewhere <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Cheers to the new year. It's just tequila. <laughs> Dylan needs it at this point. We got here. Dylan got here at 4.30 this afternoon to do the podcast. It yeah. is 9.30 p.m. That's how... What do you have to say about for yourself? I, the real question is, what do you have to say about yourself? About myself? <laughs> I know I said that. I know I accidentally said that. But what do you have to say for yourself? On behalf of myself, I would like to say that I'm moving to Canada. To Canada? Yeah. Okay. Well, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but <laughs> Dylan has been losing it. We started. We actually started a podcast. We got 18 minutes in. We talked about some moderately good stuff. It was probably pretty lame. But we were 18 minutes in. We were rolling. We and were getting musty. It was musty. It was, dude, I was sweating. We were both sweating. My profusely. palms were swimming in pools. <laughs> Just slightly just elevated off of the surface a little bit just more. Just sliding across the wood. Yeah. But Dylan my, Dylan decided that he was actually going to pass out if we didn't stop the podcast and find some food. That's true. I I did not sleep at all last night, so I was about to pass out. So Yeah, well, well you knew that we were doing this today, so I'm a little... Well, I did know that, but... I also had an obligation that I had to balance. Yeah, but also you didn't have to color the thing for eight hours. Well, that's what it takes. That's fair. Maybe it does. I, I have no idea. But that's what it takes for me, not everyone. But yeah, no. I just I'm I'm. I mean, people, particularly slow people that have the full capacity of their brain. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm currently at around three percent usage. Yeah, but we're going to kick it into overdrive, get an extra 50%, throw you a little. There it is. I told you when we eat. Upgrade the RAM. It's going to happen. Processor is at an i5 right now. So we just ate and now I'm going to burp all the time. He, um, he said this before the podcast that uh, since he ate, he was going to have some difficulties. So just I will have this difficulty talking. Viewer discretion advice. Viewer discretion advice. It's gonna get a little, gonna get a little gross, um, dude. I'm on no sleep and I feel great, dude. I feel it, like you're at the end, <laughs> dude. Maybe my life is gonna flash before my eyes. In a it's second. possible, 
No, but I'm going out great. You're going out great. Rudy's going out great on Devin's podcast. Oh, we need to blur this out. This is we can't. Yeah, no free, no we free advertising. No. Mm. See how I've been strategically placing the cup, though. Yeah, me too. See how mine's I mean, geez, facing the opposite on. way. Mine's just colors, dude. But I have a difficulty because I have both sides, so I have to do it like this every time. Yeah. So mm. those people just think it's it is, <laughs> and the, the people that have a side eye, you know, yeah. lazy eye, they're gonna be drawn to this side, and they're gonna be like red. Dude, dude, I have seen, I have seen. Bro, so- your hair <laughs> is it bad right now? Dude, it looks like you. It looks like you switched places with me, and you were the one that got four hours of sleep. Dude, I feel like it a little bit right now, and I don't know why, but it's still so it's goddamn so hot. hot in here. I I know. Isn't it hot? Dylan yeah. loves talking to people that are not currently on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, there's there, we have an audience. We have a live, live audience. We have we have well, a producer. We here have currently. a we have an an exec, and we have a. PA on set. Yeah, the the PA is currently just uh, watching a, a TV show. The PA is about to become a someone who wished that they never watched anything on their iPad. And that was during set. And and that was way too hard for you to say. <laughs> I know. I, I was going to say something else, and I, it didn't make sense. Dude, but jolly, what I was jolly good. What I was gonna say. Is I've seen way too many people with lazy eyes real, realistically. <laughs> and that's what I said, realistically. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Recently, I've seen so many people with lazy eyes. And honestly, I don't realize that they have a lazy eye until I realize that I'm looking at it. Yeah, dude, and you I'm must like, be really looking. Which eye Wh- who are, am I looking are at? You, are you talking about people just you're passing by? No, dude. <laughs> just... Just people that I like am in contact with. I'm talking with. What about me? I mean, you're burping into the. <laughs> so disrespectful. I think that was a little bit of a lazy burp, if you know what I mean. It no. kind of swayed off to the side. <laughs> dude, but have you ever. Have you, dude, when I. With these people with lazy eyes, I look at their oh, eyes. Oh, you're being. No, listen. Being. I look into their eyes. I look into their eyes and I'm like, I wonder if they notice. That I'm looking at their lazy eye, but I'm looking at their eyes. I've I've had that. That's experience. such a confusing thing, and I I almost think, hey, I should look away because you know, like if someone has like like an amputated arm or something, and you're like staring at their arm, they're like, hey, yeah, my arm got. Or rough. if you go to shake their hand, yeah, my you're aunt, like- my aunt who's a little obese, sat on my arm a few years ago, and I got a blood clot, and I had to remove it. What? That's what they all say. So <laughs> I thought you were going on like a. That's it. That was the end of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> keep keep going. No, I don't even know where I was, but the when I'm looking at them, I think I should look away because I'm looking at their what's like n- not correct about their eyes, right? Yeah, I know. But what then you're also I'm looking into their eyes being respectful as hell, right? Because I'm looking them in the eyes. But I'm also confused because I don't know if I'm looking at the wrong thing. Dude, I know what you're saying. I've had this experience before. I don't know where I was. I think I think it might have been at Chapman when I was there. Like the, some other kid that I was talking to mm-hmm. had a lazy eye. And I was like, I did not know where to look. But I was like, well, I'm just going to look at 
I'm gonna look at one of their eyes that's tracking like yeah. on me. That's it. I was like, all right. But it's also hard because some people with lazy eyes switch the eye that <laughs> tracks. <laughs> Dude, I how many experiences have you had? Dude, in the past probably three weeks, at least four. Which is so many for people with lazy eyes. I mean, you know what? I know I know people with lazy eyes and I'm So do I. Um, you know. And I'm not discriminating. No. People with lazy eyes are people as well. <laughs> no matter how small you are, a who is a who. No matter how small. What is that from the Whoville? From the Grinch. Where? And all the Dr. Seuss books. What is that? You're, uh, no matter what size or shape or how small you are, you're still a who. Really taking me for a ride on this one. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. Oh. Anyway, I think what we should... I, I'm going to bring up a topic Okay. that I... Um, I'm gonna bring up is um, <laughs> I'm gonna bring up a topic that I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> oh man, um, what's your topic? My topic is string cheese. What What are you planning on developing in terms of land? What is your goal? I'm I'm interested because that's such a strange question. Well, no, it's not because no, it's not that question. It's not that strange. But what do you mean by that? Like, cause you've, you've said that you've wanted to develop land. How do you mean develop land? Or not develop, uh, you want to develop an indoor soccer arena. Right? Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. Why? Because I haven't gotten funding for it yet. True. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I've, I'm interested in like, cause, um, I think that uh, if you, if you want to talk about that, I think that, um, <clears throat> soccer in New Mexico is it has a lot of room to grow. Um, we currently have a ridiculous fan base for soccer, but very little follow through in terms of people getting out in soccer. Like playing? Playing at the co collegiate or professional level. Mm -hmm. um, I think we have a really poor percentage for people who really love soccer and people who actually make it in soccer. Mm -hmm. And I believe that I have an idea or a plan that could help that um, and aid that in some way. Um, and I'm obviously, I'm not going to bring up everything on here because uh, I can't make everyone who's watching this sign an NDA. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, no, I have, I have plans for it and you know, hopefully the right person um, will come forward soon and help me out with it. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good idea. I I mean. And I've talked with you about more. Especially that one component that just in general, like getting people to be well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, there's, there's a lot to it. And now everyone <laughs> on here is like, well, I fucking hate this podcast because it's super ambiguous and no one knows what's being said. It's because I brought up a question. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a topic um, that we can't talk about. <laughs> How's Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I think a bomb just went off in my home. Oh my God. 
Dude, how did it get hotter within seconds in this? Dude, in this I don't place? know. It is a chimney. We're in, sitting in a chimney at the <laughs> moment. A dusty little chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But Dylan has been profusely chasing his dream in uh, a state that is on the brink of disaster. Uh, yeah. In so many different ways, yeah, and it always has. How's how is how has that been going for you? I don't. This is a weird podcast because we're addressing the audience more than we should be. Like we should be talking. Yeah, yeah. We we'll start talking. Yeah, let's start talking. Okay, everybody, we're gonna start talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three, two, two one. one, and now we're gonna start talking. Okay, not to you guys, but to, to I'm gonna. <laughs> but how has that been going? Like, are are you enjoying living in the, LA? No, God, I don't give a damn about LA Come and on. whether you're living there or not. Where are Come you on. living? Are you living in a nice bougie place? It's nice. It's I, bougie. Mm, I don't think it's bougie. No, that, that's it. Depends on who you ask. Are you paying too much for it? Yeah. Yeah. This um, is everybody. Yeah. Well. You live in WeHo, West Hollywood? Yeah, I live... Well, not technically West Hollywood. I live in La Brea area. So it's like right next to La Brea Tar Pits Museum. Okay, so no one cares about that. Which is like... It's like right below West Hollywood. Okay. And then it's nice. But actually, it's honestly... It's a really um, good area because right down the street is the shopping center called The Grove. Mm Mm-hmm. And that place is pretty well known. It's like one of the nicest shopping centers yeah. I've ever been to. I've heard about it. Yeah. And it's right down the street. But the problem is, is <clears throat> with the high demand for people to live in these areas that are nice, they're of course going to be um, very overpriced apartments that are not what they should be. Like yeah. there are some areas that, yeah, you're like, wow, that deserves to be 4000 a month for an apartment. It, well, you've, you've got like you should a, be living in gold. <laughs> no, but for the area and what you're getting, yeah, I, I could see that. But most of the time, you're getting stuff that's a th- at least six hundred, seven hundred over what it should be. What are you What are you living in right now? How much is it? Um. Well, the overall price is twenty four hundred a month for two bedroom, two bath. Um, it's nice. I mean, it's got, it's not hardwood, but, um, it's, it looks like hardwood. I'm glad we're getting down to the details. How many outlets does it have? (laughs) (laughs) No, but in in general, I would say like living in LA, like it's just, it's crazy. You, you actually like when people talk about how crazy LA is, it, it's true. People, when I first got there and we were looking at apartments I mean, I literally, this is a true story. I was literally sitting in my truck and I was, it was finals week for school. And my roommate and I were up looking at apartments and I pulled off to the side and on the sidewalk, there's these two older people and they're homeless. They're like a couple. And this one guy just goes out and starts peeing on the sidewalk and right next to my truck. I'm parked on the side of the street. And this is just right off of Wilshire. (laugh) Right off of Wilshire, which is a main street in LA, 
and uh, this other dude gets out of his car and he looks like he might be on something. He's a little like, he's not all there and he's yelling and he yells at this guy who's peeing and he's like, that's disgusting. Get the F out of here. Well, at least he's defending you. Well, he, he just was doing it because he, I don't know, he saw that guy peeing. And so then the wife of the old man who was peeing runs out and starts yelling at this other dude. And she's like, he can do whatever he wants. He can do, and she and she's like, you know what? And she pulls down her pants right next to my Actually. Truck. Yes. No. She pulled down her <laughs> pants and starts pissing. And I'm watching her just piss right on. What? Yes. I'm not kidding. You know. And she and, and she's yelling. She's like, like this, like this. And she's peeing on the street or like on the sidewalk. Dude, that is the hardest thing I've ever heard. Dude, but that's no, just. No, 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 no. Dude, that is the hardest move ever. Someone yelling at someone else for peeing and then someone coming out to defend that person by, by pissing. Not peeing. They're pissing at Dude, that point. Dude, and it was, it was like they hadn't peed in about a year. Oh, my God. It, that it, is... it, was, it was pretty. They need some water. They need some water? Yeah, it was, it was like brown. It was brown? You were that close. I, dude, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm in my truck here and 10 feet away. They're right next to my truck. What were you doing at I that was, point? <coughs> just watching? I was watching and I was starting my truck. Oh, you're in your truck? Yeah, I was just I was just sitting there because I was I was literally about to I was just waiting because we were waiting to um we had just seen the apartment. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh I can't breathe. Um that's that's actually insane. Um yeah. But if that's the worst thing that you've seen, that's not that bad. No, it's not. There, there's Especially also, for LA. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like you just get used to it. There's also, um, there's also um, a guy or a lady who lost, or no, she was waiting for her relative to get out of the apartment. And she's sitting there in the passenger seat of the car, not even in the driver's seat. She gets out of the driver's seat and she's parked on the side of the street and is honking from the passenger seat. And yelling, just constantly, and the lady finally comes out, and she just keeps yelling. And I was like, "What? It's just people. Just that's just normal. Just yelling at the top of her lungs for this lady to come out." And it's like, it just didn't make any sense to me. She gets out of her driver's seat, goes in the passenger seat, and honks. Dude, I would love to be in some people's heads. And Remember I was telling you, uh, yeah, a lady was recently attacked on the street. With a hammer. Yeah, with a hammer. She got hit in the eye. And then apologized. Apparently, yeah, the guy apologized right after. <laughs> oh, um. But that's that's horrible. I I don't have that experience because, like, it's true. Like, when people are out walking, it's, like, it's really sad. But Do you go out at night? I did once. Here's, Once? here's another really funny story. Okay. I so my apartment has a rooftop and you can you can walk up there. There are st- you you get on the roof and you walk up to this big like open area and they've got a hot tub. It's pretty it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then just an open area to sit and like suntan. And you can overlook the city. And so I was working oh, so bougie. Well, <laughs> it depends on who you, yeah. Just messing with you. But 
Yeah. Oh, I, d- I live in a nice building mm-hmm. in LA. It's not the nicest, but it's nice. Okay. Anyway, but so I'm walking, I take a walk, a night walk at like nine 30 or 10 at night. And I, it's like, I was like, ah, I don't know if I should, why am I doing this? But I had been working all day on a, on a video and I was taking a break and I walk around outside and I get back up to the apartment. I'm on the fourth floor and the rooftop is right above me. And I was like, ah, I'll like, I'm just going to explore. I'll walk a little longer. And I was like, I haven't been up to the roof yet. I walk up there and, um, you have to go up these, the second set of stairs. Once you get to the rooftop, there's a big wall where this area, this open seating area is. And I pop my head over and there's no light. And there's these three girls sitting there and they jump out of their seat and literally are hiding behind chairs screaming. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, what is going on? And they were like, they're like, oh my God, you scared us so bad. Cause they're like, we didn't know anyone else was up here. Were they on drugs? They were drinking. Oh. Up there, what? Oh, how, were they underage? They were probably like our age. They had just graduated college. But it seems so strange that they would jump so aggressively. Well, dude, think about it. Like, did you pop up like this? Here's Jesse. no. I literally was just looking, and I turned. And I was like, oh, and then they were like, ah, like <laughs> screaming. But here's the thing, and I hope it doesn't sound wrong, bad, but like, it's literally like, um, girls have to. It's a different experience, and like, yeah, no, we, I, we can't argue that. Like, it's just really shitty because it's like I agree, but in I LA, don't, it's yeah. just. I, I guess yeah, you're in that's LA. That's true. For sure. I mean, it's like for me, if I like, I I just went on a walk and I just feel bad because it's like I'm sure that those girls were like, well, like, why would some random dude be up here? You know, like. Yeah, no, we're we're at an apartment complex that's other people's as well. So definitely only us should be up here ever. Yeah, but it's just, it's just in LA, it's just dangerous. Like, yeah, no, that's right. People are on high alert. So I had my first experience with something like that literally yesterday when we were meeting. And I told you a little bit about it, but I got out of my car. Well, I was looking in this building and we were across the street from the sawmill. And this, oh, this yeah. woman pulls in and parks and I'm looking in the building because I'm freaking interested in property, dude. <laughs> I'm a property owner now. I'm interested in property. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at it, scoping it out, realized Sawmill owns it and they're using it as storage currently trying to mm-hmm. lease it out. Figured that out, decided to turn around and we'll convene at the, at Sawmill. This girl... Mm-hmm. Got out of her car in probably the most aggressive manner anyone could have ever exited a car. And I don't... Aggressive or just like... Aggressive. (laughs) Dude, she threw the door open and she... Dude, she wasn't even walking yet, but her strides were so big. Before she was walking, her strides were so large. She didn't even shut the door. Just just on, on the way. That's essentially what it was like... Um, our dogs are just uh, Homer. Hey, Homer. Oh, my can you slap him? God, Homer, off. He is he is mounted <laughs> on her. Yes, and my dogs are just being the best. But um, she, dude, she was striding before she exited the car, and she threw the door closed 
so hard and so fast that I was, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Right. And then the next thing that ticked me to it was she locked her car at least 13 times. <laughs> and she, we were like, I was like, okay, what's happening? Uh, yeah. And she just kept locking it. And then after she realized <laughs> she had locked it for sure, after the 13th ding, she decided to toss her keys to try and make it super obvious, right? That she was grabbing her pepper spray that was on her keys. And she was still in a very large stride. <laughs> and she grabs her pepper spray and grabs it just full hand grab and then decides let me put my finger on the trigger and so she had her finger on the trigger full finger stride <laughs> full stride all the way you know and she she was looking back at me the whole time and i was like hey you know that pretty much everybody here is going to the same place and there's no parking we're all going to the sawmill but also, respect. Well, yeah. I mean, Because she was ready to defend herself if anything had happened. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just... And I'm not taking it personally. No, no. I mean, it's I just thought the it way was, it is. But she was... And she made it look like she was on a mission. It shouldn't be like that. It's just like, come on. People should be able to freaking walk, dude. You know? Right. And I was walking. Like, she on. didn't disable my walking. But like, sure, she should just be able to walk and not have to worry Comfortably. about it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, come on, man. But <coughs> Dude, that was the longest setup to a sneeze. Dude, that sneeze made my throat feel like a torch had is scorching it. Like, there's a lighter in my throat. <laughs> That sounds pretty horrible. Also, it still feels like we're in a 425 degree oven. It got hotter. <laughs> like within the past minute, when you sneezed, <laughs> the heat A increased. nice plume of fire came out. A nice plume of just hot air that just soaked into our yeah. skin. Was that, the, is, are those the weirdest experiences that you've had in, in LA so far? Pretty much, yeah. I, I mean, would say the weirdest <laughs> was probably. <coughs> becoming friends with a homeless man for my thesis yeah dude you know that's that is actually really sad because um i did that yeah i did that film mm -hmm. uh, my my thesis film about um tony rios who has been homeless in orange for like more than half of his life and he went to rehab he was doing fine like really good and then one day I, he like called, well, he called me a couple of times and I was supposed to see him before I left for LA and I, I just couldn't, I was working and I didn't make time really. And I feel bad, but I called after he had called me a couple of times. I, it was about a week later. I finally called him back. No answer. So then I, I, I had a, I knew his, I know his family now. So like I called his mom and he's literally 59 years old and his mom is like in her eighties and she's like, um, they're Latino. They're, I think they're Mexican. Yeah. And she said, no, yeah, he's back where you found him. Oh, and I was like, oh. it sucks. I mean, it, yeah. Cause I got to know him kind of, it's just sad. 
Well, even through the film, you got to know. Yeah, like I mean, we, I'm in the film in parts where I lend him a phone. And I mean, I got to know him through the film is what I mean. Oh, like, oh I felt like I a knew viewer. Him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I, I want people to like. Right. That sucks that he's back on the street. Yeah, but honestly, it's like it's not with addiction. It's not really. I mean, it's very surprising if you don't have a relapse. Like that's not really. Right. But if I'm sure get, he's had multiple before that. Yeah, well, what I learned is that he had been off and on and off, on and off drugs since he was about 14. Right. So I was just always there. And he got clean for five years. Only a five-year period. Um, and he did it cold turkey. Just, and He was on some pretty crazy drugs, like uh, methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just, um, it was just crazy because he did it, he did it without rehab. I think he might've gone to a detox center, maybe, but he had been out of, in and out of detox centers. I think according to him, he said he had never tried rehab and like finished it Mm -hmm. until this last time when, when I was filming him and he finally did rehab and his family, I literally met his family and I was at like Easter with them. You went to Easter with him? Yeah. And I, cause I, I did an interview with him there. Right. On Easter? Yeah. Cause he was clean. Oh, yeah. Cause he, he came sober. back for. And he, he went to visit his family. He finally met his granddaughter. He had never met her. And he, all his kids, his two kids had been in foster homes since they're kids. And he, um, did you meet and them? They're, and they're grown up. I've never met his kids, but they're grown up and now he How has grandkids. Meet, and the grandkids know the grandmother or the great grandmother, I guess. Yeah, you mean Tony's mom? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they all... I mean, Tony's just the only one that has never seen his family that much because he's been out on the street. Um, And he finally met these people. And then now, yeah, he's just back on the freaking street. But I'm not, like, that surprised, unfortunately, because I was like, I mean, again, relapsing is just almost, like, literally part of the process Mm -hmm. of getting clean. Like, it's not... It's not as simple as people think where they're just like, oh, well, they went to rehab. They should be fine. Well, it's been or not fine, but they, they're on the road to recovery. It's like the road to recovery is almost inevitably relapsing. Right. I mean, he's been sense. on drugs for more than half of his life. Like, and that's all he knows. More. Yeah. Like, so, but yeah, I felt bad because I felt like he needed people to like, this is a recording. Yeah, keep going. He needed people to rely on like sober people and unfortunately just inevitably I became someone that he was like he told me when he was in rehab he's like can I call you every week because he was like I, I don't have anyone else to call really my family but like it's nice to rely on some people so that I'm not falling back into the wrong crowd I was like yeah man like sure but I tried to create boundaries where I'm like I'm not I can't be like I can't go through the process with you because mm-hmm. ultimately you have to do it. And I just felt bad because he had called me twice and I missed it. And then like, as soon as I tried, like I waited and during that time period, he kind of lost the phone, went back. And I, I don't think it's because I didn't answer. He mm-hmm. may have just done it anyway, but sometimes I'm like, oh man, like I should have just freaking called him back. Like how hard would that have been? And I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I'll call him back. 
He's he's just probably good. I was like, fuck, like he probably like in that potentially I always think I'm like, ah, oh, he probably was like, well, this is life for me. This is how it's always been. People well, I'm sure, I'm sure kind of believe in me. So and difficult. then I know. Because he I mean, at that point he has to find a job. He did. He found he found a job. But then the problem is he freaking he stopped. He just stopped working because he's like, he's like, dude, I don't want to do this. I was like, because he was working at a waste recycling plant, which that's got to be just, he's sorting through trash. Yeah. But it's still, it's like, he's had several opportunities, to be honest. Like, he's had like, and that's how, like, that's how a lot of homeless people are, though. Like, you look, and he was not mentally, he was mentally there. Like, yeah, yeah, he was not, he, he was so mentally there that he was aware that drugs had stunted his growth mentally, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. some people just, they have no idea what's going on because things have really been messed up, but. <coughs> COVID. Oh, man. You didn't answer that. Mm-hmm. Dude, four pounds of dust just settled into my lung. What? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, but, but anyway. I'm sure that was a, a crazy process going through that with, uh, like, yeah, some of the shots where you're, whoa, uh, those shots, <laughs> those shots I'll where tell you were about. in the dark with this guy <laughs> were pretty crazy. Lilo Stitch. <laughs> yeah, but oh my dude, I'm sweating through my dude. Shirt. I know. I'm, I don't know how it's so hot in here. I, it's whew. not. It doesn't make much sense. But um. Yeah, I don't, like, some of those shots when you're, like, it's in the middle of the night and you're just hanging out with this homeless guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, In the film. Um, And, like, I don't know California or wherever you were very well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know Orange is probably one of the better counties, probably. Well, Orange as a city is real. Yeah, it's pretty, like, safe because of the university. Like, there are cops everywhere. Um, And the part I was in wasn't the best area that he was in of orange, but yeah. But yeah, you were saying. Yeah, no, but it just seemed, <clears throat> I don't even know how you decided that that was going to be what your film was about. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is like, I don't like making, like I love film, but I don't, the purpose is not to like literally the reason why I stayed up last night to edit this video is because some of these projects like that, I'm learning this. This is kind of what I want to do is make projects that have way more meaning than just entertainment. Yeah. That's why I love documentary. Cause it's like, I literally for Tony, that Tony film uh, for my thesis, I went to crazy ends to like make it because mm-hmm. all I could think about was he and his family, he and his family. I was like, I don't care about like what this thing looks like. I just need to finish it for him. Mm-hmm. And then for this video for the nonprofit about sudden cardiac arrest, it's like, you know, the mother who started this foundation, her son died at 18. And I was like, that could have been one of us. Like yeah. he, he played soccer. He's freaking good at soccer. Yeah. And was going to college and they had a good friend group. And I was like, all I could think about was like our group. And this kid was just like, I don't know. It's just like somebody that we knew super well that just didn't wake up one day. And I'll, I'm just like, 
I don't know, just making a video, that's the least I could do. Right. And like, that's why I push so damn hard. Cause I'm like, there's more meaning than just me sitting and being like, dude, I've always wanted to make a film that looks so cool. Right. Like, I don't have any motivation doing that. Well, that was, that was one of the reasons that I like stopped making videos was because I wasn't finding purpose or meaning in my videos. Like we were traveling to cool places and filming cool stuff. Well, we talked about it. Remember story and like, well, we didn't really talk about purpose though. We talked about story. Yeah. Well, I mean the story is like the purpose. Yeah. It coincides like, you know, with, like or, if you don't have a story, then there's no purpose to the film really, unless mm-hmm. it's just visuals. Mm-hmm. And that is your purpose. Like, but that that wasn't enough of a purpose for me, you know. <laughs> Jeez, dude. dude, that was a rumble. <laughs> Be this is probably the worst podcast anyone uh, has ever listened to. No, dude, it's going good. We've had some. I have to pause. Hiccups. I have to pause this, and I dude, have it's to- so hot. Dude, it, it was so hot in here. We had I had to pause. Because I was, <laughs> I was sweating. I was sweating to the point where um, my socks and my my shoes are off, and my socks are off. And if you know me, that doesn't happen often. And I could feel the sweat <coughs> dripping in between my toes. Oh God! And that's disgusting. And it's a great visual, but <laughs> but that's where we were at. And so. We've made some adjustments. We've opened up the garage door so that we've got a little cross breeze coming. <sighs> and it's cooled down a little bit. Yeah. It's we so also, we're also in the worst chairs possible. These leather chairs. Plush. They're, they're plushy. They feel, they're comfy. Yeah. But they're just, they just have a lot of heat. Right. And they make you moist. Yeah. <coughs> like in a bad way. I think they have heaters in them. <laughs> they might have built-in heaters. <laughs> I don't know what they're plugged into, but <laughs> they just have hand warmers just stacked on <laughs> hand warmers stacked on stacked on stacked. Dude, that reminds me when I was when when I was younger and me and Ian Patterson were traveling um, for what soccer? No, we well, yeah, for I think it was for Brendan soccer, or we were just going to California for something. But it was a twelve-hour drive, and we were both in the back seat, and we kept each falling asleep while we were driving there. And we would try and trick the other one and turn on their heater because we had heaters in the back seat without them knowing. And most of the time, it would last for like a minute, two minutes, and every you would be like, "Oh my god, it's so hot." But I did it to Ian one time, and I threw, I had this, it was called Bluey, and it was a Blue's Clues pillow, and I threw it. Was at, it yours? Yeah, it was mine. And I threw it at him, I used to call him Bluey, and um, I threw it at him and hit it at the same time, hit his thing, and then it fell right in front of it. What? What so fell? The, the Bluey? The, the Bluey, the Blue's Clues uh, What do you uh, mean? You, you switched the heat on the seat? I threw... The pillow at him and hit the heat seat, the seat heater, not heat seater, the seat heater at the Uh same time. And then he slapped it down and it fell right in front of the heater. So you couldn't see the indicator lights. And he fell asleep right after that (laughs) and woke up an hour later. Just burning. And he was like, 
oh my God. And he moved the thing. He was like, what? Just putting a small, putting out a small fire in his leg. He's like, oh. Oh, dude. I miss those days. Yeah, dude. I was thinking about that. When you're young and you're coming back from like a road trip or you're just literally coming back from like a late movie or something. You know what I mean? And you're just, you just have the ability to fall asleep in the car and then you're, you're so tired and you're, um, I remember my parents would always just be like, all right guys, we're home. And then we'd get up and I'd be so tired and I'd just <laughs> go straight into my bed. <laughs> yeah, I miss that. You're like barely walking and you're like, they're like, grab your bag. And you're like, okay. And this was a year ago. <laughs> My daddy had to carry me to bed last yeah. year. Just put put me on his shoulder. <laughs> had to get back surgery the next week. Oh my god! Just kidding. Did he get back surgery? No. Oh, his something. back is not great, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're back for a week, and then until you're Monday. Until well, yeah. So Less exactly a week. a week. What? Because you got in on Monday. Yeah. So. No. No. Because I got in Monday night. Yeah, so a week. Six days. So you leave seven days after you got here. Stop squeaking it. <laughs> Sorry. Dude. Oh, my God. We should end it, huh? <laughs> Dylan's done. No, I'm not. We're, keep going. <sighs> Dude, this is, I'm going to say it right now, and it, it comes with zero jokes. What? This is the worst podcast I've dude, ever recorded. Dude, I'm going to say this. Dude, you got to not think the worst. Dylan, I don't want to bring up this pessimism shit with you again, <laughs> because I slammed you earlier, and I'll do it again. And didn't I didn't sl- slam you with a joke. I slammed you with logic, and that's <laughs> a whole nother level. Of body oh. slam. <laughs> That's true. And but the nipple landed on your face. <laughs> no, I, I think... Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a... Dude, we're playing an accordion while we're recording a podcast because your chubby cheeks can't stop rotating. <laughs> My chubby, chubby cheeks can't stop. Dude, it's hot again. <laughs> stop. Dude, you're sitting right by a I know, gust. it's cool, bro. And That's I'm over happens. here. I'm over here... Blocked no, into a corner of sweltering no, no, no. Sahara heat. Well, yes, but that, that's what happens when you absolutely get body slammed by logic. Um, you get that's, a little warm. That's what you think, that you body slammed me. Well, I did. No. And I know you know that. And I know that you're not going to admit it right now, <laughs> but I know you know that. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> it's, yeah, well. Time will tell. And that's the only thing that will tell. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Dude, that's a... That movie's good. I don't remember what movie that is. but It's Bruce Almighty. It's Bruce Almighty. It's such a good and movie. And it's a great movie. Dude, oh, man. I want to watch that again. Remember when he's typing on the computer? <laughs> he's all... <laughs> yeah, and then he takes, he takes a sip. He's all... <laughs> like burps. <laughs> Dude, that burp that you had inside? Was oh, my God. <laughs> That was a sonic cannon. That was heard in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Dude, that was 
Oh my God. I don't like I had words. I was going to say something and I totally <laughs> forgot what I was going to say, but it was dude. It, it, no, that this is what I was going to say. It felt like there was a small demon and the, I'm talking small, <laughs> like really, really small. And he was inside of you and he was just, <laughs> he was just pushing on your diaphragm <laughs> and he was giving it a little push and then all of a Why sudden... Why you got to be a demon? Did you hear it? What? My burp? Yeah. <laughs> it was more like a... <laughs> Sounds like a Star Wars creature. It's like an alarm. <laughs> it's like a ship coming into tide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to the nautical sounds hour. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Okay, but I have to just bring this up. Yeah, your eyes got really red just now. I know. And I just thought of when you fr- your eye got dislodged, or yeah, not dislodged. Or my like, eye didn't fall out, <laughs> dude. Weren't you dude. saying that it was? It could be. Well, no, they said that I could have a detached retina. That's insane. But I got elbowed in the eye in a soccer game in the most perfect fashion that possibly could have happened that, whoever this was had tiny elbow dude i don't syndrome. know how it happened but he literally there there was zero contact with any structural part of my face his elbow must have been tiny it like wasn't sharp. tiny dude i mean it was probably sharp but like you don't have to tonight. go Damn. very far into this meat to make it hurt right and detach yeah and dude this fu- meat yeah, it's a little chunky piece of meat. But, dude, it it was like the second it happened, I was like, I'm blind. I'm fucking blind. I'm blind forever. And I was laying on the ground. And you know what? I thought in this moment while I was laying on the ground, I was like, dude, you become a man. Because I was on the ground and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I wasn't crying. I was like, this hurts immensely. But I'm fine. What did it feel like? Dude, it felt like I have n- no idea. No, have never felt anything like it before. Never felt anything like it since. It was like a great pressure. The great northeastern pressure just f- like power crushed Put my Put a cheek eyeball. right on your head. And I hit the ground and I was like both hands. And it's like, you know, when you hurt your knee and you pull your knee into your chest immediately. It was like both my hands were over my eye. Because it was p- falling out. <laughs> yeah, no, it it bounced in and then ricocheted out. And I, I took one finger and went and popped it right back in. Because that's what you have to do. Yeah, I polished it first, obviously. <laughs> Had to get some of the grass off. Had to get a cataract off that I <laughs> wanted to get off for a while. <laughs> Pulled out my exacto blade and just went... <laughs> God, it's annoying me. <laughs> I'm stopping. Um, but dude, I that yeah. like freaked me out when you said I was like, dude, I no, was like, literally, I, I was like, dude, oh man. And I had to go to the eye doctor like three times, no, two times, only two times, which is pretty good for getting your eye mutilated. <laughs> um, but I immediately was over sitting on the like, I just went over to my. I walked off the feet. I got up and I was like, I'm not going to, nothing's, it's not doing me any good to lay here rolling on the ground. So I got up and walked over to our trainer and I was like, Hey, can you put some ice on my eye or something? And he was like, 
are you okay? Like everyone around me was like, there's something wrong with you a little bit <laughs> because you're not freaking out. Well, what did they think? Ha- like, I mean, they obviously could put together that you got elbowed in the eye, but like what? But they, they were all asking me, they're like, where did it hit you? And I said, my eyeball. And they were like, no, but like, did it hit any? And I said, no, my eyeball. And that was it. That was the only did thing. Did your eye hit. look different or were they just? Yeah, dude, it was so swollen and red. Like my whole eye swelled shut for like three days. Oh. And then it was bloodshot. And I couldn't move it. It was terrifying. Which dude. eye was it? My right one. Dude. And, and I could not move the eye. And it, it's good now. Like you can. Yeah, but I'm seeing floaters more often now. Really? Yeah. And only this eye. What it, have 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 you followed up with the doctor to see? No, no, no. No. No, no, no. No, no. no. You, what do you think I am? Hey, buddy. Buddy, uh, have you seen the healthcare system? It's rigged. <laughs> no, I'll take a blade to my eye before I go in to see a doctor again. No, I have not. I've thought about it, actually, because... I saw a floater the other day, and and I was like, "Well, that's a big one." What? Yeah, I have that floaters looks like a too. Ghost. That looks like a large ghost in my eye. Oh. I, I, you've never had floaters before? No, I have. It runs in the family. My grandpa had floaters. My dad had floaters. But I you, do too. And I used to have floaters before I got hit, elbowed in the eye. But I would have them in both eyes simultaneously. And, and now would, it's just that one. And it's only my right eye, and it's like big spots, and I can't see through them. Or anything and they're not moving they're just r- moving with my eyeball yeah yeah like usually the floaters that i had would like move across my eyes did did, did they go away after a while yeah they go away but, but it's kind of scary it's it kinda is like, because she told me she was like if you see a large black spot or any spots where you can't see through it it means your retina could be detaching and i'm not a doctor but this is what i heard who said that not a doctor no a doctor Oh, oh, you're saying you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm a surgeon. I'm not a doctor. But what did did she say that there's a possibility that it could be detached later? Yeah. What? Well, because they can't, all they, literally all they do is shine a light to the back of your eye and they're like, well, that's all I can see. It's not like they go back there and And fucking examine it. Well, they just fucking shine a bright ass light in your eye and then make it fucking swell up so that they can see all the yeah, way through. Yeah. Like your eyes are right now. Like I can see your brain. You haven't slept. I might as well have gotten elbowed in my eyes 40 times. I know. And you look like it too. Yeah, dude. You look like shit. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> no, but that was... That was terrifying. Yeah. I've only had a few injuries in soccer. And that one was the scariest. It wasn't the most painful. Mm-hmm. It was definitely the scariest. Isn't that crazy? Like anything in your head is so scary. Because your extremities, it's like you could, you could kind of. Dude, I could cut my leg off and I could live. Yeah, but if you, if you, even if you're just. One eye is gone. Like you can't see out of it. That's horrible. You can't. Have you ever, have you done that depth perception thing at, um, the doctors? No, not at the doctors, but at like when they, they have the faces, one's like, it's a mold of a face and one is facing 
this way. Oh, so yeah. The mold I know goes in yeah. and then the other one is facing out. And if you look at it with two eyes, you can see it fine. You can tell this one's facing out, that one's facing in. But if you cover one eye, your like sh- shadow perception or your depth perception or something is off and it looks, they look the same. And you can't really tell until you go to the extremes that one is facing backwards and the other one's facing forward. <coughs> And that's, and dude, and that's something that's crazy, but also something that's crazy is when I was younger, I told my friend's mom, I said, Hey, do you ever think that it's weird that if we didn't have shadows, we couldn't see in 3d? And I was like, I, I thought that in that moment. And I was like, dude, I'm smart as shit. (laughs) And I was 11 or less probably. I don't know. Probably like I was, it was probably yesterday if I'm being honest, (laughs) but yeah. I remember that moment because I was like, hey, have you ever thought about how if there weren't shadows on things, you couldn't see if they were round or square or anything because there would be no shadow? And she was like, mm. whoa. She's, Spicy. She said, whoa, a little bit. This kid's, this kid's caliente. Speaker. <laughs> this one's got some spice. <laughs> this brain needs to be put out. <laughs> I- <laughs> oh man dude <clears throat> um last night was like the most fun that i've had in a fucking long time oh me too i've been and laugh we laughed so goddamn hard last night i know and it was literally because i almost choked on my own i i don't throat. know what happened and i don't i still have no idea what happened and all you had to do was make a funny noise and I almost landed flat on my <laughs> spine. I laughed so uh, hard that all of the breath left my body, and I felt like I was being summoned by Jesus a little bit. But he w- he only brought me up a certain amount and was like, "Hey, you're not worthy," and almost dropped me on my back. And that's what it felt like. Yeah, you're saying you almost went parallel. I know. I almost did the. I almost just. I almost. Did the I almost found the casket. The hoagie jogie. <laughs> the young boy mambo. God. Dude, I'm hot as hell. I, I you're basking in you're just soaking up all the winter f- freeze. Yeah. I'm over here. I've got one breeze on my left kneecap, and that's about it. Well, that's because I'm giving that one to you. God, dude. Clear the pathway. Clear the runway. I'm allowing that one to come through because, hey, this is my show and I should have the good stuff. I don't care about my, the people that come on this show. You should because they're, they're making the show for you. And I've got nothing, but you also have nothing. (laughs) And this is the, I've got nothing podcast. This is the, I've got nothing podcast. And did we talk about it when we had our first podcast that we worked on that thing? I think we did. Wow. We tried to work on the intro for the podcast. Oh, the video? Oh, dude, we should make one. Oh. Yeah, I, it would have worked if the fucking audio file would have lived. Oh, that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the other one that we made. We didn't make anything. We just filmed or not, it. Or not made, but yeah, filmed. I liked both. Dude, but that is... Unbelievable. I know, dude. I can't <laughs> stop turning, but I'm willing to make the sound because I. 
Even though it sounds like a freaking gecko. A gecko? <laughs> I don't know why I said I that. I mean, <laughs> good God, man. <laughs> Dylan's last brain cell just... <laughs> just The guy in there is like, give me a word. Give me a fucking... <laughs> Anything and then just this little dude, a little guy from behind a small desk, and he's the only one left because all of the other ones. Have you seen that movie, Osmosis Jones? Just, and he's the only one left because all the other ones went to Hawaii, clocked out. Yeah, and they went to Hawaii, and he was in there, and he's hiding under his desk because he's afraid of the dark. Um, and he and it's and very he, dark in there. Yeah, and this guy's trying to run all the whole show. And this guy pops up and he's like, Gecko. And the guy was like, Gek, no, why? And you said it. And he was like, Oh, no, dude. And he wanted any word except for Gecko. Well, you know, when life gives you lemons, you say Gecko. Or you rotate the chair again. <laughs> That chair is yeah, broken. I remember I sat in that chair in some of the podcasts. Where, Hold that on, I had, let me just rotate one more time. All right, I had other people on the podcast, and I was sitting in that chair, <coughs> and I would do it, and I was like, stop. Stop moving. Oh, dude, it's hard because you start getting into like... Yeah, you get into like a rhythm and a flow. You just have to Dylan. <laughs> oh. Dude, my body just like got possessed by tired. Oh my god, that was incredible, dude! I've never seen seen someone get overcome with a yawn so hard. And also, the people that say yawns are contagious are fucking lying because I just went through two of your yawns without yawning. What? Yeah. What do you? What? I didn't yawn after both of the times you yawned. Oh, I thought you said two year yawns. <laughs> no, two of your yawns. Oh. <laughs> your yawns. <laughs> you're you're sitting in bed, you're all <sighs> No. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Dude, I literally hit uh I hit <laughs> the Great Wall of China just now. Just smacked right you're into it. You're losing it completely. Whew. <laughs> Also, why? When did you guys get those Fort Lewis shirts? This was for a camp. Oh, because yeah, they're usually colored, colorful. Yeah. yeah, well, and nicer for like training. This is just a camp shirt. It's just a shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. I think we're probably done here. I'm toast. Yeah, Dylan. I mean, literally just got possessed by a yawn. If you're, <laughs> if you're only listening to this. You have to go watch it on YouTube just to see him get possessed by a yawn because <laughs> that's the highlight of this entire his thing. head exited frame because he was <laughs> yawning so hard. Dude, my my body like could I don't be, think I Dylan's gonna it. be allowed to drive home tonight. Wow. I'm oh uh, yeah, you definitely shouldn't drive home tonight. You couldn't even make it through that sentence. <laughs> I'm oh uh, all right well um thank you for listening this has been episode 15 of the i've got nothing podcast if you made it this far congratulations you get the golden ticket yeah you're a trooper and you're you're, coming to willy wonka's factory 
And if you know what a chocolate factory is, <laughs> then you know where it is. <laughs> and it's my butthole. <laughs> Dude, I just had a whew, a stinky premonition. <laughs> I had some hot air leaving Orphis. That <laughs> dude, I'm gonna throw that chair out. I'm falling asleep now. I almost just fell asleep on the podcast, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Happy like and Cinco subscribe. Um, yeah. sh- just tell us what your favorite moment was, and honestly, we'll we'll cut it down to just that moment. <laughs> But um, no, thank you for listening in. This is the I've Got Nothing podcast. And also, Dylan's not the host. Don't know why he's even speaking. So, um, if you hated Dylan as much as I hated him tonight, <laughs> give a thumbs up. <laughs> give a thumbs up. And, um, oh my. Thank you, Lucky. Take, taking us out. All right, uh, be, be well and jolly. Bye.